This is the second time that we are looking at 1 Peter 2, 1 to 3. The focus is going to be especially on verse 1. So put away all malice and deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. And one of the ways of doing that is like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation if indeed you've tasted that the Lord is good. So, Father, we hate what we see in ourselves many times. We don't like to see malice or deceit or hypocrisy or envy or slander in us. And we're asking now that as we ponder the nature of those sins, how our newness in Christ and the milk of your word and the kindness of your heart would wean us off the terrible desire that we have for these sins and free us from them so that we can put them away. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I said last time that this therefore so comes from the immediately preceding verses which say you've been born again by the living and abiding word. And I said this spiritual milk is that living and abiding word, the gospel that was preached to you. And therefore, just as you were brought into being by the new birth by the word, now long for that so that you may grow up. So you, you came into being by the new birth and you go on growing toward salvation by the living and abiding milk of the word. And more specifically, in that word we taste, so the taste of this milk here, what does it taste like? What does this milk taste like? It tastes like the goodness of the Lord or the kindness of the Lord. Be another way to translate that. The kindness of the Lord or the mercy of the Lord. So the question now is, what effect does it have on our lives that we have been born again by the living and abiding word? It, it might be good to just jump back to these, this preceding paragraph. This is what comes immediately before. And notice this word since here, having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth. I think that means through faith, because the truth here is the gospel. And because the uh, aim of this obedience is for a sincere brotherly love, having purified your souls in faith, in the truth of the gospel, for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart since, since you have been born again. So the logic is because you're born again and you are new, you will act a new way. And what marks that new way is loving one another. Now that so there continues that argument. Since you have been born again, therefore, 
Put away. This is a form of love. Put away malice. Love isn't malicious. Put away deceit. Love doesn't deceive. Put away hypocrisy. Love doesn't try to conceal things. It's candid and open and truthful. Love doesn't envy. Love doesn't slander. So this is a continuation of 122, where since we've been born again, we love one another. And since we've been born again, we put away these sins. But now we've added this strategy. Like newborn infants, you're not just born unto love, you grow into salvation. And this growth is expressed in this verse, isn't it? Wouldn't you agree with that? When it says that by this milk, by this ongoing drinking of the word, which is the goodness of God, we may grow up toward into salvation. We're growing and the growth expresses itself right here. Therefore, a strategy, a specific strategy for overcoming malice and deceit and hypocrisy and envy and slander, a strategy is drink, drink, drink. Drink the kindness of the Lord. Immerse yourself in the Lord and satisfy your soul with the milk of God's the Lord's goodness or the Lord's kindness. So, let's be specific. What are, the, what are each of these? And let's see if we can see how the, the new birth and the drinking of the milk of God's kindness help us overcome these. Notice, uh, slander may be the only one that's an action, Malice could be an action, but deceit is not an action. There's something going on that um, makes us want to cause people to want to cause people to think things that aren't true. Hypocrisy is a specific form of that. Envy is another form of feeling about others. So let's take them one at a time because these are feelings, deep things in our souls that don't go away easy. They have to be pursued a certain way and the new birth makes it possible and the strategy of desiring <clears throat> the pure spiritual milk is what's going to free us here. Put away all malice. Malice is a disposition of the heart to want to hurt people, isn't it? To be malicious, to be mean-spirited toward them. Now, what kinds of malice does he have in mind? He could have, he could have gone a dozen directions here. And here's the direction he goes. The first thing he talks about is deceit. So there's something about our hearts that wants people to believe what is not true and in particular, not true, this verb, this word says, not true about us. Hypocrisy is a, is a particular species of deceit, isn't it? And there are all kinds of deceit. I could, I could deceive you about where I was last night, or I could deceive you about what's on television. I, oh, I mean, a hundred ways to deceive people, but the specific species of deceit he has in mind and he's concerned about is hypocrisy. Hypocrisy means I don't want you to know the real me. I, I want to keep concealed things about me. So behind this deceit and hypocrisy is a, 
a fear of being known. It's a sense of insecurity. It's a sense of not liking uh, what I see about myself. And so that has to be overcome by the Lord's goodness and by the spiritual milk. There is a, when you, when you drink, long for this, taste it, drink it, and you are satisfied, satisfied in God's goodness and that he's caused you to be born again so that you are, you are new, you're a new person by God's kindness, not by merit, this desire to conceal your, yourself is gone. You could just be okay, and you can be content with the, the person you have become in him. Hypoc- the power of hypocrisy and deceit are broken by the milk of God's goodness expressed in making us new people by virtue of the new birth. Now, envy and slander are a little different, aren't they? Envy isn't what I feel about uh, me so much as what I feel about you. Not that I'm just ashamed of my failures, but I'm resentful of your successes. That's what envy does. Envy sees other people achieve or accomplish or grow or something good happens to another person and we don't like it. We envy that. We, we, not only do we want, it, we want it to happen to us, but we're not happy that it happened to them. It's okay for, to want good things to happen to us. It's not okay to say, I'm envious of them, meaning I wish it didn't happen to them. I wish it happened to me instead. And if it gets serious enough, you won't just feel the envy. You'll start saying negative things about them to detract from the good things that happen to them. So these seem to go together to show that our frustrations are not merely with ourselves that tend to make us deceive and and be hypocritical to keep people from knowing us, but now our frustrations with ourselves and our lack of contentment in God are showing uh, it is showing itself in the fact that you uh, bother me because you are successful or you have achieved something or you look better than I do or you're stronger than I am or you're richer than I am or you have something I don't have and that is making me unhappy and I'm going to take care of it by saying negative things about you that put you down so that I don't feel so put down myself. Now what's the remedy for that? And the remedy for that is not just the contentment that comes as we drink the milk of God's Word, but noticing that the Word that we're drinking is the goodness, the mercy, the kindness of the Lord. And if our souls are being satisfied with this deep, sweet taste of God's kindness, that mercy and kindness will go a long way to saying this is so totally out of character, it doesn't even taste good anymore. And that's the wonderful freedom. Not just when you know you ought to change and you try to change, but when you've been so changed by the satisfying goodness, mercy, kindness of the Lord that this kind of feeling doesn't even taste good anymore. It just goes away. You cut the root of it by being satisfied in the goodness of God. So 
each of these, malice, which is kind of a summary statement of all the kinds of ways you could hurt people, and the specifics of deceit and hypocrisy and envy and slander are remedied by realizing that we are new people, new in being satisfied with the milk of God's word, which focuses on the goodness and kindness and mercy of the Lord, which has become a sweet taste to us so that these behaviors simply don't taste good anymore.